0: Greetings, welcome to the uh, third floor um, break room. Uh, my name is Terry. I will be your mental guide into this.
1: Um, 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 all right, shut the hell up okay. with that. Sup all, I'm Naveed. am
2: Zach. guys? What's up? I'm the broken Terry. It's Terrence. hope everyone's doing well today it's raining outside currently so it
1: is raining outside it's wet it's a bit wet out there but you know what it's not what's that fucking windy (laughs) fucking windy fucking windy
2: you guys did you guys notice um Everybody moving a bit slow today.
0: You notice that? I, I have not been out of this building.
2: Yeah, I've not been out either. Well, people
1: moving slow today. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Classes were canceled today.
2: President's Day. Yeah, usually that happens.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. well, nice to have a day mm. <clears> off. <throat>
1: Snow day. Hunt out a bit. Watched some Justice League. Which one? Unlimited.
0: Mm. Nice. Good soup.
2: Very good.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It is.
2: Well, Naveen, I mean, I think you have something to talk about today, right? You got something to... Something related to Justice League technically, right? I mean...
1: So, anyway, uh, I think we all hear our fans of uh, music.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I hate uh, music.
0: We each have our own little uh, shut up, loves Sam. and extra
1: loves. What was that? I heard what you fucking said. What'd I say? You said you hate music. can't prove it. Don't rain on
2: my goddamn parade. It's not what you know, it's what you can prove in court.
1: Mm-hmm. <sighs> like, recorded material? How do you know this is being recorded? Because I have little red lights on.
2: That that little red light.
1: Oh, I can now still not, see it through your damn finger,
2: record. Oh, Terry, you pale, pale man.
3: Shut
1: up. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, I think that one thing that we all know, in addition to loving music, is that we all love some good music videos. Okay. It's always nice to see uh, a nice visual companion to uh, a song that you may like. That could be anything from scenes from a movie mashed together to uh, make their own little music video for a song or even their own little short films made for songs. Mm -hmm. But what I really like is uh, I really like uh, music videos that are animated, you know? Animated? Cool. Yeah, I think that those are always uh, really impressive. Uh, you showed me early on uh, animated music videos. I think one of the first ones you showed me actually was uh, "Feel Good Ink," mm-hmm. not "Feel Good Ink." Uh, Clint Eastwood, okay, from Gorillas. That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I just I've always enjoyed uh, animated music videos. It's always nice to see the different art styles for things and sort of in that sort of baby driver sense, sort of how things flow with the songs. Mm-hmm. I always, it, like it's one thing for like a beat to hit like during the song when a beat hits, but it's another thing completely, I think whenever it all flows at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been...
0: Uh I guess you can say go all the way back to like the Merry Melodies cartoons where they had um, they had uh, like just some songs in in the cartoons, and they're just slowly just making them the uh, um, uh, the uh, just I don't know. I guess you can say they were kind of like the precursors to uh, animated. Uh, music videos. Yeah, you know. Um, you would have just some song going on. Uh, one really cool video that goes with that was uh, Squirrel Nut Zippers.
1: Yes, uh, Ghost of Stephen Foster. Yes,
0: which is a callback to uh, all those older cartoons where they would throw music in.
1: Ghost of Stephen Foster in the Hotel Paradise. That
0: they sound is going to make me insane when I edit. <laughs> is
3: what I, don't I remember, when, I uh, into his
2: eyes. I remember right. when Disney Channel way back in the day would do commercial breaks, but it would be um, just like animated material of their own stuff, but mm-hmm. over like what songs were popular at the time.
1: I remember that they did uh, one of those uh, for I think We Got the Beat, I think is the name of the song. I
2: don't think
0: I've ever seen it.
1: It, it was like where they took, took, took like a different clips and spliced them together uh, to go along with the song. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. it, was, it was back like it was a more recent thing, but during the 90s, yeah, that, that,
2: that, that's what it was back then. It was more of a clip show, yeah, of, of like popular music. Um, they did one with Mickey and Minnie from their original animations, all the way back in black and white, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And um, that one was to Miss Independent by Neo. It was banging.
0: It was
2: banging. It was pretty. pretty banging. banging. Okay. As a as a as a young man, a budding young man, okay,
1: I'm like. <laughs> I'm pretty cool. <sure." laughs> okay. I love it. it.
3: It's
2: a, it's good shit. Um, I don't know if you were gonna bring up Voyager or not, Naveen. Were you gonna bring up Voyager? Maybe. He was probably I mean, gonna bring up Dav point
1: He was probably bring you know. I mean I was gonna bring up uh Interstella five 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 five. Mm. Five 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 five. And I don't know if you saw my post from I think it was earlier today. But uh, that sadly Lazy Matsumoto has passed away. He passed away on the thirteenth, mm. but it was announced publicly uh yesterday or today. He's a cool guy, a, a true loss in the world of animation in many ways. Uh, as I noted, he made uh space battleship Yamato and uh space pirate Captain Harlock and was the director for Interstellar 5555. Honestly, just a sad loss of a true giant.
2: Just a very well composed man, always knew what he was doing, very artistic, very creative. Um, probably was like the nicest person you could meet too. Mm. Mm. That'd have been nice. There's a lot of people I would have liked to have meet, for sure, for sure. But so, um, so why animated music videos? That's a that's a good one. What would uh, how did that come to you exactly?
1: Well, you know, you just watched the uh, the music video for the uh. Tom Cardi saw Red Flags and thought of it and was like, hey, that'd be really cool to talk about. Have you seen that one? Um, I haven't. Oh, it's really funny. It's about this guy who goes on a date with a woman and she reveals her favorite movie's uh, Human Centipede. Oh. Hmm. yeah, Really, really funny music video, honestly. But just thinking about that and just um, how, how impressed I am with uh, some... Uh, animated music videos you know again like I know the, uh, we talk a lot about uh, gorillas and stuff but uh, one that comes to mind also is uh, oh, what's that one Do the Evolution Do the Evolution yeah because I saw I remember seeing uh, at Barnes & Noble recently actually a uh, a book that was like the making of that and had mm-hmm. like a bunch of concept art in it. it was uh, McFarlane It was mm-hmm.
3: ah.
0: It's really cool uh, I also did um oh it's a corn song falling away from me I believe mm. I have to look this up unfortunately uh it is drawn a blank in my head mm. Mm. uh <clears throat> sorry um well there is uh I, I wanted to bring up those but I that's cool you 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 dropped it like it was hot
1: Oh uh, you know. Um, whenever you're talking about anime music videos, you gotta talk about one yeah. of the coolest ones. Yeah. It is a really cool video though. Oh, Freak Unleash.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um pretty much it it is the the cover come to life on it. So uh mm. that's a that's a pretty cool one. Uh recently there was uh the whole Sturgill Simpson album.
1: Yes. Um Sound and Fury. Sound and Fury. Yeah. have you which, seen that? Which had a uh, a whole uh, Netflix uh, sort of short movie.
0: Yeah, it should it should still be on there. Yeah, I think it is. I'll check. I do uh, Can't remember if it was exclusive to Netflix, but
1: it wasn't. But they posted it all together on mm. Netflix, but it's all individual on uh, YouTube. Uh,
0: this kind of goes in a slightly different way, but uh, Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer.
1: Mm. Stop motion is a big one too. Mm-hmm. I there was a uh, one weird Al song that had a uh, stop motion music video. I think it was uh, Jurassic Park.
0: Um, yeah, it was uh based around MacArthur
2: Park. Hmm. that's cool.
1: You know, if you really want to think about it, uh, the movie the. Uh, 86 uh, Transformers movie was kind of a lawn music video for a bunch of songs, mm-hmm. you know, Dare to yeah. be stupid, Dare yeah. to touch, uh, You got to touch. Recently, uh, as of two years ago, recently uh, Cybertronic Spree actually did a uh, cover of Dare to be stupid, where at the end Weird Al does make an appearance. Mm-hmm. It's really cool uh
0: Radiohead the video for Paranoid Android mm. uh and then one of the most famous ones is Aha's Take on Me mm. which is kind of cool cuz yeah um it's a very um well a lot of it's kind of uh, rotoscope Ye- I guess you can say I was going to
1: say it's sort of but it's pretty minimalist yeah. it
0: shows action which is pretty cool
1: I don't know why but every time I look at like the guys are chasing him with like the helmets and hammers. I think of uh, this is very specific, but Fahrenheit four fifty one. I don't know why I think of it every time I see them.
2: It's the uniform. I think it's the, the uniform. It's,
1: yeah, it's the uniform.
0: It kind of reminds me of THX a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of that, but it's probably more based on Fahrenheit. You know it's, uh, And I'm surprised you didn't off the bat note uh your favorite band.
1: Well listen, you know. Okay. I gotta build my way up to okay. Cambria, okay. you know?
0: <laughs> you can't you can't you can't just give it give it all out. You, yeah. Shot. You gotta gotta kinda spoon it out.
1: Yeah, you know. Oh, I do wanna say though that the music video for uh Trapped in the Drive Thru is pretty entertaining also. Mm-hmm. That's just a very entertaining song in total, honestly. But um yeah, going to Cambria, they've had a few uh Animated music videos, uh, not many. Uh, one of note that's recent is uh, The Liars Club. They did have an animated music video for that. Uh, Their song "Toys," which brought about some uh, controversy actually, uh, because it was about Santa punishing Donald Trump. Mm. Yeah, it's mm. a really neat music video though, and mm. I like a lot of the stuff in it. It, I very much recommend anyone who uh, wants to uh, check out music video for toys um they do visualizers with a lot of stuff where they'll take art from the uh albums and they'll do music videos of them like uh the gutter was one that got a sort of the visual story of uh unheavenly creatures okay yeah anything
3: else
2: anything you think of that shake that shake that eminem nate dog Okay, saw that sure. music video way too young. <laughs> you no, know, because that it was uh, that came on when when MTV was, was still doing like the um, like the late night like music videos when mm-hmm. they they would just run music videos. Oh uh, yeah, when MTV
1: did music videos, actually, yeah, I when mean, music I, TV did music videos,
2: <laughs> I actually I watch those all the time. Yeah, I put on MP, MTV and mm-hmm. fall asleep to the music videos on, but um. Yeah, I mean, do I? I actually do like um, when certain rappers that I enjoy do um, animated music videos because um, a lot of rap animated music videos have a, like a lot of technicolor and it uses a lot of like primitive, like warm and cool colors. It's mm-hmm. it's very um, it's very out of the box and unique and um, you know like with. With with rap, and, you know with trying to it's like like how do you build a story with rap right uh-huh. now? Yeah, in in an animated format. Um, and I don't, I mean, I don't really know who kind of sworn in the the stylized, um, colorful music videos of, of trying to tell a story. But I I think sometimes you don't even need. To be watching something animated and and listening to the song, um, sometimes mm-hmm. it can just be colors to to tell the story. Um, I know that Childish uh, Gambino did a music video like that. Um, I think it was It wasn't. Well, they. I don't know if this one counts. They did. They did re-release Redbone with. A music video like that um but i'm referring to more like like it was released with the intention of having a video alongside it yeah um but that actually seems to be the stigma for a lot of artists um that do either music videos or animated music videos it seems like the album starts releasing slowly um or the album did release and then i don't know maybe Six months later to a year, you'll start seeing music videos for that album pop up, kind of uh, just giving you the story as as it moves along. i mean um the the weekend's after hours um album played that format mm-hmm. a lot. They would release the music and then release the video um, so you could stay ahead and be listening to the album in its entirety as it's slowly launching. Mm-hmm. Uh, to completion, and then it'll give you some content to go along with with the album's meaning and symbolism as well. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think music videos definitely have changed. Um, mm. They they're not as like they don't hold um, the presence that maybe that they, they once held. Own, like, it. like it used I'll to be a good make or break a band it was yeah, also absolutely.
1: sort of the way to get out the uh, knowledge of like a big hit out there or it was a way to like sort of advertise the band by having their biggest song get a music video like uh i remember the music video for separate ways from journey i, I absolutely love that story so much I'll, I'll have to get like a more detailed version but
0: that, there's a moment in the video <laughs> where steve perry and the keyboard player are next to each other and it must have been shot at night because the light doesn't match the rest of the video and it looks almost like a horror movie the way it's lit (laughs) and steve perry's doing his singing and then the keyboard player's got his hands out like he's playing the keyboard but he's just like (laughs) Uh uh-oh brilliant it's okay brilliant um. Okay. Um. Oh shit. Uh, ooh.
1: Ooh. Hey. Flowbots. Uh. Bicycle. Handlebars. That's, handlebars. That was it. handlebars.
0: There's one. Um. Great song though. Absolutely. Pantera has a CGI animated, uh, video. It's mostly just like, um, like a rock tumbling through space. But for the time it came out, it was kind of impressive that they they put out that video. It's for uh, Planet Caravan. So they did a cover of a Black Sabbath song. Okay, um, a really good ver- I like I actually like version more. Mm. I just like their version mm. more. Mm. What else you got? What else you got?
1: I had something there, but I've kind of lost it. So yeah. instead, I'll talk about one of the greatest music videos ever. Mm. Um, Weapon of Choice, Fatboy Slim. That's not animated. No, it's not, but it's an absolutely amazing music video. <laughs> it's it's Christopher Walken flying around a hotel dancing. Mm-hmm. It, it's absolutely amazing. Okay. And after he's she, got a point. And after uh he was cast as the Emperor, I all I could think was this is the longest Fat Boy Slim reference I've ever seen. Or the uh longest mm-hmm. time around tour reference. I
3: got to. I got it. mm-hmm.
1: it's clever. It's so good. It's clever. Mm-hmm. Um they did that one intro for uh uh for uh, in uh Fall of Cybertron. What was it uh was it well, We
0: can also talk about the movie um American Pop.
1: The Humbling River uh, from Lucifer was the song. Because yeah. they made like a whole little intro for that.
3: Mm-hmm. But uh
0: Mm. so either one of you see American pop I've not seen American pop see American pop mm-hmm. it well it's a it's a rotoscoped movie um but it does have uh at least a, a one musical performance in it well there I mean there's people kind of performing oh, songs it's a rough back action, it. rotoscope? Yeah. Yes. um I'm, yeah uh it it's overall not a phenomenal movie but it's it's a it's a good movie um they shot it on like a soundstage and then they just wrote a um into the different time periods but
1: it goes through
0: like jazz and blues and rock and roll and then like punk rock
1: yeah that's that's sort of how they uh <coughs> sort of how they uh Oh, uh, that's sort of how they uh, made Fire and Ice, though. It was just on the yeah. soundstage and costumes. Yeah. yeah, Fire and Ice, great movie. Well, maybe not, like, fantastic, but, you know, it's it's cool for what it is. Nice yeah. sword and sorcery movie. Wait. Yeah.
0: Well, we can't move on until I bring up a music video that had been animated that, um... That brought a character to life that has that has stood the test of time. Uh, to this day, people are still talking about this animated character in this video. But we have to talk about MC Scat Cat and the song he did with Paula Abdul. Oh, detail, detail. Go in. Digress. Do
2: you, you don't know about the
0: opposites attract music video.
2: I wasn't allowed to watch.
0: That. Oh,
1: I, I was allowed to watch it. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. <laughs>
0: uh yeah um yeah i remember that video came out people were amazed but there's also uh primus tommy the cat He used some animation in there
1: Ooh. uh speaking of primus double went down to georgia
0: yeah plant okay. uh yeah well they're they they have a few they have uh yeah. southbound Pachyderm. They went down to georgia uh, i'm drawing a blank on another one but um uh, chunks of as big brown beaver
1: mm. so. hmm which uh, people thought uh, was about winning
0: an Was it the video for "Sailing the Seas of Cheese"? But uh, you know, was, well, they do a lot of stop motion for uh, a lot of their earlier stuff. Zach, you have uh, you have an interesting subject for us. Is what? it interesting? What what, what, what what are you gonna what are you gonna drop on us here?
2: Well, originally, um, I was gonna talk about um, "Over the Garden Wall." Mm-hmm. Uh, cartoon uh 2014s um over the garden walls uh, it was uh it was a limited series on cartoon network mm-hmm. um, and it made waves okay. it it was a, it was a phenomenal limited series um, but i then kind of boiled it down and in, in, into one specific thing that i want to talk about because um if we could do an entire episode On this guy I would Um, but I just wanted to talk about him a little a a little bit just because I um, rewatched it over um, the weekend and um, it was way better watching it as a as an older Zacky Poo than a younger Zacky Poo Um, but I want to talk about the main antagonist of over the garden wall today Um, and that main antagonist is the beast and I think one of the biggest challenges I can tell from probably the early foundational stages of the show is they have an idea for this antagonist, right? But they want to kind of put an original twist on it. Um, Because if any of you guys listening have watched Over the Garden Wall, um, and if you haven't, I would highly recommend that you do. And spoilers from here on out. Um, is that like whenever you write a villain, you have an idea, mm-hmm. right? You know, backstory, names, aliases, what do they do? What do they want? Why are, why are they perceived as quote-unquote bad, right? And, and in a lot of film and, and media today, we have that classic, you know, he's a bad guy, they're a bad guy on the surface, but deep down, they're not that bad but mm-hmm. what they're doing is still bad.
0: kind of a misunderstood situation. A
2: misunderstood situation. It it's different um in the beast's case in over the garden wall because this guy is 100% evil.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But it's the actions and the personality and quite frankly the voice actor, um the amazing Samuel Raimi voiced the beast mm-hmm. and the beast f- from the I guess the over the Garden Wall community. Well, <laughs> I had to look do. I had to do a little bit of digging, um, just to see if maybe the beast has an origin. Um, but he doesn't really. He he's really just quite a a spirit of the forest, pretty much. Um, the forest in over the Garden Wall is called the Unknown. Um, a lot of people stay out of it. It's perceived as dangerous. It, it's vast. It's easy to get lost. And many people that go into the unknown don't come back. And the beast is part of that problem. I'll, I'll talk about that here in a minute. But just the, the personality of the beast, right? Um, that's really what draws me to this specific character because he was just kind of born into the unknown. And his only, I guess, purpose is to cause pain, and suffering, and deceiving others that enter the forest to sustain himself. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I, I really did do some digging on the beast, and I was actually kind of shocked at what I found was that he's virtually immortal, and he has one weakness, and he ends up losing in the show due to his his overconfidence and his more specific dependence on a lantern that he carries. Mm -hmm. That lantern is called the Dark Lantern, and that actually holds the beast's soul within it. And this is a a very common theme in Over the Garden Wall uh, about light within the darkness. And... There are, I, I guess you could say, three main characters aside from the Beast. You have the Woodsman, Wirt, and Greg. Those are the two perceived main characters. That, these are the people that you'll be following the most. Mm-hmm. But there's kind of a, a side main character. Um, and he, he helps drive the story. And that's why I include him as a main character. Um, his name is the Woodsman. Um, he's, it's not super significant um, in the sense, but his story is important. Um because he has a um, a direct very it's more of a tyrannical relationship with the beast. Um, the beast has, I guess a hold over him. Mm. So this is the beast's role. This is why people well, don't come can
0: can I interrupt you for a moment. can you give give us a slight overview of the idea of the show? The like, idea that, of the show? Yeah, nothing like too detailed but enough that. Because I'm kind of lost.
2: <clears throat> so the so over the garden wall. Uh, so it's a, it's a concept show, um, but the overarching theme is that it's a it's a fantasy world um, with different types of creatures of of shape and size. Um, but the everyone in civilization stay close to each other mm. because everyone has one common fear, and that's of the unknown, the forest. Very few people venture into the forest, um, and even some of the most skilled outdoorsmen, they they never come back from the unknown. And the, I I really like that part actually um, about the show because typically in society there there are common themes that that humans share that keep us close together, right? But in, in this case. Everyone is is deathly terrified of of the of this forest, mm-hmm. and but nobody really knows why. No one knows why nobody comes back there. There have been people that have gone to search for lost people, and they haven't returned themselves. Mm-hmm. And people that do return, um, they claim that they heard this opera singing in the woods or the sound of something chopping wood but they don't know where it's coming from um so
0: they, they kind of dip in and then back out
2: yeah very much i i think there's like a it's not really said but it, it seems like there's there's a portion of the forest that people go into but mm-hmm. that's pretty much as far as they go um because there are there are cottages and and different types of of living structures to imply life in, in the forest. But most of those buildings are abandoned or they got some weird fucking animals inside of it. (laughs) Um, but doing like that is the theme. There is something in the forest that's people think that it might be magical. People Mm -hmm. might think that it's an animal but whatever it is, people have stories and they tell them. And this is where you get these conspiracy theories, these myths. Um, and The Woodsman is significant because um, really the thing that starts the show is um, Wharton and Greg are in kind of like a, like, like a tavern almost. And you know how tavern keepers back then—they they got all kinds of stories, right? Mm-hmm. So this this lady tells these two very young children yeah. that, like, you know that woodsman in the forest—he's the beast. I know he is. Well, eventually, Wert um, and Greg, consumed by curiosity because they're young, mm-hmm. they venture into the unknown, mm-hmm. and they encounter the woodsman, and they freak out and attack him. Uh oh. Don't worry, I would have done the same thing, Terry. You probably would. too. Maybe. Oh, random person.
0: Whack. I don't know who you are. I must attack you.
2: Now, the that was another thing that fascinated me um re-watching the show was mm-hmm. the the Woodsman is actually pretty well known in the non the unknown society. Mm-hmm. Um, A lot of people talk about this woodsman, actually, because he's the only person that pretty much lives in the forest and hasn't died. So clearly he has to be the beast, right? I mean, he's got to be something. He lives by himself. People go into the forest and don't come out. You know, to to anyone, if you if you can tell that story with enough confidence and charisma, you could convince anyone that, yeah, that guy, maybe he is responsible
0: Maybe it's because he's got an axe and he's chopping them up. Mm-hmm. Forty wax with a wet noodle.
2: Yeah, and they the show does a really good job at like point now. Maybe he is. Mm-hmm. Even even whenever your uh, suspicions kind of quell, and you start focusing on more towards the beast, mm-hmm. you're like, Which, no, no, he he's got to be the bad. Guy. Like he's definitely the bad guy. Mm-hmm. But maybe the woodsman's bad too.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> maybe the and then you're like, oh. Maybe the woodsman is helping the beast. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, I drew a lot of those theories. Um, okay. Very first time whenever the show came out.
0: Well, let's try to keep the end of it pretty vague. Without...
2: Oh no, I'm not, I'm not going to explain okay. all of it. I, I just, I don't know. I,
0: I just look, this is on
2: Hulu and HBO max. Mm-hmm. So Yep. Yeah, it, it's very, very accessible. Mm-hmm. Um, the show disappeared for a while too. Um, whenever it wrapped, it again like this is really the first time it's resurfaced since since streaming's gotten big. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm really glad that it is available somewhere. Um, limited series can can sometimes be hard to catch when they wrap on live TV. Mm-hmm. Um, this is from 2014. Yep. Yep. 2014. Um. And again, just kind of an out of nowhere limited series. I mean, some people are hearing that Samuel Ramey are voicing the the the, the Beast. Um, Elijah Wood is voicing Greg. Mm. Like there there are some well known actors in in this Cartoon Network limited series. It, it really had people's attention. And well, you can <clears> get some good actors when like the material kind of catches them. Yeah, it it really seemed like. Everyone really enjoyed it as well. Ooh. And everyone that had any type of speaking line really seemed to be in tune with this story and, and how they want to play their character. Um you can even you can dig around and find some some interviews on it. Um Elijah Wood has a couple cute interviews on him playing Greg and how he mm-hmm. developed his personality. Um and it's cool there, but but yeah, no, you're right, Terry. Um, I'm definitely gonna leave the major details out, um, from the beast. But it, it's it's the reality of of the unknown, right? It's mm-hmm. the fear of the unknown, and well,
0: it's, it's a primal it's a primal reaction for
2: people. So. It's a primal reaction of of this, and I mean, like the beast from a distance looks like a ghost. Mm-hmm. Like maybe. It's his form. Maybe it's a, a power he has. But anytime kind of, you see him, kind of sounds like uh, that episode of The Simpsons where they had Mulder and
0: Scully on it, <laughs> where uh, they saw the ghost in the or alien ghost in the woods. And uh-huh. it turns out it was just Mr. Burns. And he's so pumped full of chemicals that keep him alive, he glows at night. <laughs> yeah,
2: Hi, yeah he
3: was something you something like that. You're
2: Mr. Burns. <laughs> it, it's just when you over the garden wall really pounded in the um, the whole absence of information mm-hmm. type thing. It's like, you see this guy, it's like, is he a ghost? Is he, is it a person? Is it some type of, you know, somebody cosplaying as this mysterious creature to keep people out of the woods? I don't know. Mm-hmm. But all you know is that he is a very off-putting look to him. He's a pitch black character. The only thing the beast has are these two glowing white eyes and these, what looks to be tree branches or antlers. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then maybe like a robe, but he does float. So it's like, all right, maybe it's a ghost. Maybe it's something else. But um, it's the the point that I was, uh, that I wanted to get to with this topic was Mm -hmm is how, like, what is his evil? Like, why is he evil? Mm -hmm. And I think he's evil in the sense that the beast is a master manipulator. Because if he's the main antagonist, many people have gone into the unknown and they haven't come back out. Mm -hmm. So the beast runs into these people and... We don't really know what happens then, but all we know is that they don't come back. Do they die? Are their souls ripped from them? Do they do they work at Walmart now? Do they work at Walmart now? Do they walk out with a tote bag on the other side? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Free candy? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: No. It, it. I. Even as a kid, I I was really drawn to the Beast. I really liked how it was written because you as as you watch it you start trying to draw resolutions in your head you mm-hmm. try to find the solution it's like there has to be a way to beat this guy right yeah but as you watch the show and every single time and i'm like for for and for an antagonist to like main character ratio the beast gets a ton of screen time as well. Okay, So you get so many opportunities to get more and more substance from the Beast to try to fit together like his weakness. And that seems to be the theme of the show. Mm -hmm. it's like, can you figure out the Beast's weakness? Because he comes off as a very stoic, confident, charismatic, very... But he's very deceptive. He's Mm -hmm. very manipulative. And he's a master at it. He's been... He the beast has been doing this probably maybe from the beginning of time. Maybe the forest is his. Maybe this is his domain, mm-hmm. and you're just trespassing. But whatever it is, those are some of the 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 core traits that you get from the beast is that he is deceptive. He is a master of manipulation. Mm-hmm. He lulls you into a sense of false security.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's clear he's clearly threatening but never outright like attacks you like it's not he's not violent Mm -hmm. but lord is he emotionally violent (laughs) (laughs) well it's 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 funny because this sounds
0: just like you know like i said it's pretty primal um and it can kind of connect to a lot of like social things within the past you know few years of you know people thriving on uh, what the unknown is? What is it? You know, uh, because you know, uh, you know. When I was a kid, you know, most of the time you're growing up, and there's a house where the people don't interact with anybody, so they're weird. What are they doing? Like Tom Waits has a song. It's uh, it's called uh, What's He Do? What's He Building? What's He Building? Hair? And that and the whole song is he's just like. He buys this. He does this. What's he building in there? He's been reading cameras. You don't know. You're just kind of making up like uh, all this stuff. So it's. It's cool that um, an animation uh, and even in kids shows you can kind of. um, Kind of give a like, hey, you know, just because something is unknown doesn't make it. You know, actually scary it's just in your head you're kind of making it scary but it's okay to have caution so um but yeah this the, a lot of this sounds like a lot of that where um you get the whole town where like somebody starts one thing and then another person's like yeah i agree with this and it just kind of snowballs and just becomes a thing
2: yeah and um one of, one of the most major things that i want to talk about is that. Um, from the beast's perspective, to, and a big thing that you pick up on, and um, if you have you seen Over
0: the Garden Wall? No, yeah,
1: none of us have. Okay, I,
0: I, I, I didn't watch it on purpose because I kind of wanted to get your feelings on it, and then I'm going to watch it. All after. right, so probably next week I'll give a uh, like a uh, my thoughts on it.
2: Okay, yeah, watch it. It only it only takes an afternoon it's not super long yeah. um but uh, uh, one more thing that i wanted to bring up before we moved on um was that it it in many instances of 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 the beast communicating with with people he communicates with people of different ages in different ways so clearly the beast has seen all sorts of ages has created a persona for every one of them to appeal to that person's kind of the the ability to fly underneath your radar of detection. You know, when, you know, these people, they're already in the unknown. Mm -hmm. They're already apprehensive. They're already being careful. And this individual comes along and, Starts having a nice friendly chat with you and you know, will sometimes sing or in the distance, it's it's like, okay, well, well they they don't seem that bad. Maybe maybe it's a nice force spirit. But you never know.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: You never know what lurks in the darkness. And I'm to me, I lurk in the darkness. Navi lurks in the darkness. Watch out. And that I am the lurk. I better. will <laughs> leave you all with this is that. Yes, it is true that. <coughs> bless you. Sorry. Yes, it is true that you can mistake something that could be bad, but is actually good. But at the end of the day, if something comes from the darkness, there's probably a reason why. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Hmm. all right Tear so
0: her. zach i am about to put my foot in your territory oh where are we going uh it's a game that's coming out uh at the end of the month i think it's this month it's called atomic heart Oh yeah, atomic Ooh.
2: heart talk to me baby yeah.
1: oh that game's had a very rough development history i'm amazed to see that it's getting some fairly good reviews
0: have you seen uh uh, any of the gameplay or
2: anything?
1: Yeah, if it's it basic. Is... I got to play.
2: I got to play the early access.
0: Okay. I
1: did the looks I... like Russian Bioshock. Yes. Or like Atomic no. Punk Bioshock.
0: Yeah. yeah. Specifically, um, like Soviet. So, uh, I, like I. Mm.
2: Wait, what do you mean, my territory? We all play games, games in here. But
0: we you, all play games. Yeah, that's a good point. I play point, limited Zach. games. I play limited games. Navid plays limited games. You play more games than we do. You always. Know, even when we I have st- less st- when we started the podcast you said you're the video game guy
2: that did not come out of my mouth <laughs> <laughs> how dare you quote me <laughs> all right all right i told my car oh, yeah i want to he- i want to hear your take i'm i'm actually i'm got to say i'm kind of a little astonished that you're drawn to this this title well this is more more up my
0: my alley for games I'm, I'm more of, like, first-person stuff. Um, also, the design on it. Mm-hmm. it It's very much um, in my wheelhouse, as the kids say. Um, but uh, the, the, I want to talk about the brief, slight controversy on it. Do you know?
1: Yeah, I've heard some of the controversy. I've heard a lot um, of the issues that they've had making the game. That's well, why I was expecting it to turn out shit whenever it came out. So that's why i'm surprised it's getting fairly good reviews
0: well the 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 controversy is there is somebody who is a content creator from uh the ukraine and he has put out a video about um kind of who developed this and where the source of it being developed comes from uh which is uh to just kind of you know just get to the point basically he's calling it kind of uh like um russian propaganda is wrong. awesome <laughs> it's it's uh but um you know i i checked that out and then i checked out another video and the video that i watched uh they weren't a fan of the game they were more of a fan of the the gameplay uh the design uh the fact that um the game runs well uh no matter like what machine you use it on? It runs smoothly. Uh, a lot, a lot of stuff like that. He had he had complaints about different things. I'll be honest, a lot about seventy five percent of the complaints he had, I would have never noticed myself because I don't. He's just
2: picking, yeah.
0: Um, but um, the one thing that I know that I would have picked up on after you know, I don't know about an hour or so of gameplay, uh, it, that would have bothered me. Um, I'm not really. Trying to review a game that I haven't played. But, um, so it's kind of one of those things with, you know, you got to kind of balance it. It's, it's like, you know, people that don't want to play, um, Hogwarts Legacy because uh, of JK Rowling and their issues with that. And then, uh, so it's, it's one of those things where, um, like I don't have enough information to make a, you know, okay, I get where he's coming from because you're getting you're getting the opinion of one person. I don't know, like they they have kind of like they state their case.
2: Yeah, I I, I read a little bit on the um, controversy around Atomic Hearts, and it quite frankly it just kind of gave me a reflection of the the push to boycott. Um, Wolfenstein because some people
1: deemed that it was
2: German paraphernalia. Nazi and, paraphernalia. Kind
1: of Did you know the one, this is a weird thing, but I'm just remembering that speaking of Wolfenstein, but I learned recently that one of the creators for that was a Mormon. And that, you know, it's kind of pro-Christian in a way, if you look at it.
0: There's there's a lot of, a lot of stuff like that. There's a lot of bands that you wouldn't know. Uh, who is the... Um,
1: the Killers?
0: No, not The Killers the killers or it is the killers yeah, they're, um, Mormons. they're mormon uh, oh i'm drawing a blank on them like it's a band i don't really care for
3: <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's probably
0: why you can't like they, remember they have they have like one song that i like um boom bop no <laughs> oh my god i can't
1: <laughs> have you have ever played imagine it? dragons oh imagine dragons yeah oh yeah they're just a corporate plant band
2: you ever played? You ever played Umba backwards? <laughs> you see
1: the Wendy's logo.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was gonna say they were summoning Beizabob. Yeah, Wendy's.
0: Go it's for Beelzebub. that one. I like that one.
1: Beizabob Asmodius and Le Diablo.
0: So I enjoy like alternate history stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Alternate history um, stuff's fun.
0: And th- this is um, a friend the other day. He's like, "Hey, have you heard of this game?" And I'm like, no. Oh, and I, I look it up and I watch the kind of like introduction trailer for it where they, they talk about the game. They, it's like 16 minutes long. And I'm like, this is like made for me. So I, uh, just so you know, the game has worked on me. I'm now communist, uh, down with you capitalists. <laughs> What's
3: going on, you crazy
0: cats. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, it it just like just like Bioshock um uh Cyberpunk uh, all these kind of games like that that really that's it's the game I go for you know I really really like this type you get a good story to it uh lengthy's kind of good even though I don't tend to get completely to the end of games but something that's going to Hook me in to keep me coming all the time. But, yeah, yeah. But I, people got to keep putting out other fucking games and distracting me.
2: Yeah. Atomic card's gonna be tough too. So I'm looking forward to that because mm. um it's been a bit since I've played a, a tough first person game. Yeah. Um yeah, combat looks crazy though. I, yeah, it, it's see the every powers you can mm-hmm, every time I watch um like new gameplay mm. reveal footage, it, it just oh, it's it it just scratches my brain in the right ways. I'm mm. like <clears throat> It's just kind of like what what you were saying before. It's like yeah, this this is made for me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna love this game. Yeah, no, I I've been following Atomic card shit. I mean, probably ever since they announced it,
1: way back in the past. Yeah, like 2018 or yeah, something. I think 2018. Yeah, like, tail end
2: of 17 that they were like, yeah, yeah, we're making this game. And then 2018 was like, I don't know if we can make this game. Then 2019, it's like, all right. Production is going well. 2020. Okay. This game, guys. W- All right. We're COVID have-
1: kind of stopped this. Yeah. 2021. All right, we're rolling. 2022. So we're gonna hold this on. They they lost
2: some devs too in in 2020, which really slowed it down incredibly. they really just did a yeah, bunch of stuff. Which oh, <laughs> I feel so bad for this game. I, because 2020 comes around. I think five major developers leave and then quarantine starts. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh shit, we just lost our some of our development team and we can't go to the office. You, you, you know, it's you,
1: sad where it's moments like these where I realize um we really aren't going to get system shock three because they canceled that. And it was just like, no, nah, no, nah, it's not coming out definitely.
0: Well, um so from you know what I've been seeing for it, the game is ready to go. Like, you know, it needs playable there there's actually somebody that has done a full playthrough video on it. And they have the video up.
2: That doesn't seem right. Hey, have it up. I'm not
0: touching that. I'm just saying. Um, so, but uh, like uh, season two of uh, Modern Warfare 2 came out this week. And, you know, I've been playing Call of Duty for the past couple of years. And this is the first time I swear to you that like, I can't believe it's not crashing uh everything they said they fixed is fixed uh they keep saying the ai in it has been buffed but i swear to god they keep cranking it up so <laughs> uh but um like like you guys are saying that this game has been out well in development for so long and then it's coming out I understand people getting impatient for games when they get announced. Like, I want to play that. I want to play that. And then they throw out a trailer. Like, hey, still in works. But, you know, this is what we got going on. So far." I want to play, play. And then people become, like, angry, greedy children. And they want it now, 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 now. Cyberpunk and 2077. Then, yes, as I was going to get to. Thank you for jumping in.
2: Sorry. And then... <laughs> He's passionate. I'm in this. It's a very so,
0: shit how
1: people reacted to that honestly. So,
0: I'm like really that out. game could have probably used a year, maybe a year and a half more of development and they and then it would have come out and would have been amazing. Everybody would have been happy. We would and have had would have a had
1: model had system. Yeah. No. So, you mean you. We're going to kill you if you don't get this game out now. Navisob.
0: We could have had we could have had possibly multiplayer on it.
2: Yeah, it been cool. I'm not playing with anybody on that game. You gotta be fucking kidding me. You know, but you know how big that city is? Mm. I'm gonna Zach, get in the game with someone and be like, alright, I'm going over here. I'm not doing what you're doing. Zach, would you have gone
1: in the game and just been hitting the Joy Toys all the time? Only on Saturdays. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Saturday activity.
1: Friday's game night. In-game Saturdays
2: or... Saturday, sure. Saturday. Okay. Sure. Friday night, that's game.
1: Mm. As soon as it hits midnight, you know for a fucking fact, Zach. As soon hits. as it hits midnight, all right,
2: guys.
1: <laughs> so, as, as soon as it, so it hits in. midnight, Zach's going to the to the hookers.
2: It was fun while it lasted, guys. But I have a right, guys. So you have, have fun a and previous
1: and engagement. <laughs> I have a previous engagement. It's like that. It's like some guy who just is playing GTA Five online with his friends. He's like, guys, I can't. I have a date. They're like, okay. And then he never leaves. He's online the whole time. He just goes to one person. Just dumps all his money into that uh, lady of the night.
0: Mm. We're just going to stand in this room together? Yeah.
1: Cool.
2: <laughs> I I never could have walked into the strip club in GTA 5. Just sticky bombs ended up being all over the place, and I have no idea how they got there.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm reminded suddenly of this funny little historical fact, and that is that uh, Victor Hugo, the guy that wrote uh, Les Miserables, all the prostitutes in France mourned his death because mm-hmm. he had hit those clubs so often. He was tapping some major he, ass. He there. was hitting it, man. He was a whore. Like when the whole, <laughs> like when he the whole prostitute population of a country mourns, you know that man was getting it. You know that man when also shuts had down, diseases when he shuts down the prostitutes
0: for the day. You know that you know.
2: That man had an empire. They realized uh, it.
1: He had an empire. Uh, Losing
2: a lot of money. Losing a lot of money. Just lost our best dude, customer.
1: You didn't expect my loyal army of prostitutes, did you? He quite literally
2: ran the economy back then. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's fair to say that he probably owned half of Europe. <laughs> it's whenever all he, was he said and done. He kept the
1: industry alive when no one else could. Look at you guys. We uh, would have we would have no <laughs> Pornhub without him.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm such a bad will boy. So, um, you, uh, you guys
0: know about um the show, uh, The Man in the High Castle,
1: yes, of mm-hmm. course. It's based okay. off a Philip K. Dick novel, right? Okay, <laughs> damn.
0: So, uh, even nice. like with that, like what they had done, uh, as I'm watching, uh, I need to rewatch it because uh, I made it a good chunk of the way through and then. Uh, there was kind of a uh, a lull, and then I'm like, I don't remember what happened. But um, they uh, it, that could have very, very much the whole concept could have been a video game itself.
1: I mean, know? technically, it is with Wolfenstein.
0: Not really, because it's it's more you know Wolfenstein's more of action. This would be more of an espionage kind of yeah. ducking and dodging uh and that's kind of what I started to think of when I first watched the uh stuff for uh, Atomic Heart um it when you when you take something like a time period and you take the the science fiction covers and you start bringing those to life uh it it kind of warms my heart because um when I was when I was a little kid, like I'd see those and it didn't look like, you know, the, the modern ones. I don't like that. It doesn't look like the ones now. Then when I got older, I'm like, that stuff's really cool. It's really, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Like I never, I didn't look at what made it interesting. And I just knew it just doesn't look like Transformers. It doesn't look like something to be a G.I. Joe. I don't like it. That you know, it, it doesn't look Star Wars enough. It doesn't look Star Trek enough. But, you know, you get older and people change and like kind of start to understand things and you look at these old covers and it's just like it's so amazing. And you can see a lot of these come to life because you know uh artists and directors and all this they're just
2: looking at it. I feel like um the like the whole um growing up and changing, like <clears throat> um, like since you were talking about um, Atomic Heart, like older games they they age with you mm-hmm. like from the first time that you play it, and as you get older, you you start enjoying going back to playing older title games instead of just always waiting for the new thing to come out. Um, like like myself, I, I I try to like encourage myself to to play older titles and and replay through games that helped spark my love for them, mm-hmm. and with with everything, with like um, Atomic Heart coming up to it, it's like I feel like it's combining some of the best elements of some of the best games that I've played, mm-hmm. and
0: that is the one thing that kind of dings it for me. But also, is a plus is that I can see these other games that have influenced it.
2: Yeah, I, I'm, and I'm I'm looking forward to it. I always uh, I always keep my eyes wide open when I, whenever a new game comes out, give it a try, and um, typically end up proving everybody wrong. I'm like, there is not a goddamn thing wrong with this game. What are you talking about? Mm. Um, like uh like while you were talking talking about new games that just came out, uh Wild Hearts that just came out last mm-hmm. week. Um I've had a some a, a good amount of time to, to play it a bit. Um I'm still not technically quite through the tutorial yet. Um but everyone was like this game's gonna fucking suck because it's a Monster Hunter ripoff game and it's made by EA. It's gonna suck balls. I think the game's pretty cool. Yeah. I like it. I'm having fun. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: I um yeah, EA has nothing to do with this. This this game was this was well made. Mm -hmm. Um especially the genre it is in. It's it's a Monster Hunter esque game. Mm -hmm. It 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 has to be fine tuned. There's way too many elements in those types of games that need to be thought out carefully and they're not just going to throw you shit like like they did with Dauntless that game was actually shit
1: um Forspoken looks pretty shit Oh, Forspoken's
2: all. Like, you should watch Donkey's video.
1: So I can shoot lasers in my hands now. That's the thing I can do, I guess. Where the fuck the line is? Yeah. I don't know. I only recently learned about that game. Apparently, people have been dogging it for months, but now I only started dogging it.
2: Yeah, uh, Forspoken's been, it's currently rated at a two. Yeah. Most uh, platforms of reviewing. Saints Row Remake. Oh, yeah, that one also bombed too.
1: Which I saw some gameplay of it and I'm just like, wow, how the fuck do you fuck up Saints Row?
2: Yeah, honestly. It's a sandbox game.
1: It it's a sandbox game. <laughs> it's a sandbox. Like whenever like the last two games kept jumping the shark over each other, how 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 do you fuck it up? Like one of them has you playing as Johnny Gat in Hell, where Nathan Fillion plays God and the devil and his daughter have a musical number together. How do you how do you fuck up a game series like that to be some weird shit like the new one is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's like the perfect playground to like make some fun.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, most mm-hmm. definitely. But
1: no, people had to go with Marvel humor. Right, it pisses me off. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. Now, now, Terry. So, so, what are you looking forward to most in in Atomic Heart? What do you? What are you really? What are you really holding on to? Is like big... what really has that that glimmer in your eye? Is oh, it the it's, big robot it's ladies?
1: The... <laughs>
0: No, it's not the big robot. <laughs> you can <laughs> stop. No, it's. it's I, I just like the uh, like, like. I said it's. It's very close to um, Bioshock, but um, I enjoy an a, an interesting world. So when you go into it and you explore it, um, it's I, of... I tend to get lost in games. Like I just go in and just start roaming around. Um, first time I played DMZ, uh, I didn't. I didn't know that like gas starts moving in and there's a time limit because I wasn't paying attention. So I just start, you know, roaming about and uh, like, Hey, I got to get out of here, but just kind of roaming around, seeing what's going on, you know, shooting some AI. And, uh, first time I played that, I roamed around for, you know, the, the 20 minutes before I died from the gas. Um, and I was like, this is kind of cool, you know, just kind of chilling out on the map. Uh, just look, see what's going on and uh and I, i've done that in other games like if a game puts me on rails i tend to to lose to lose interest in it because there's like i always want to see what's around the corner and behind a door if it, if it's shoving me on rails too much then uh i kind of lose interest in it but this seems like you know you got you
2: got some space to explore yeah i I feel like I'm definitely gonna get my ass put in, put in spin cycle with this game. Mm. I I have a tendency to start an open world game mm-hmm. and be like, hmm, that part of the map's further, so there must be better gear there. I'll run over there and um. I don't know. Typically, I'll just pull out like a ranged weapon or whatever, and and shoot something from a distance, like a safe distance, just to see how much damage I'm doing, mm-hmm. and then I'll see the numbers and be like, mm.
1: "There is no such thing as safe distance." Whenever you're around that high level of an enemy, yeah, it just like snaps its head towards my it, scope it does. and starts running it does. towards me. I want to be like, like uh, clink. boom!" It's there. It's already there. You can't run, and you're back to your safe
2: yeah, I I don't know. I just I if if it's gonna play anything like Elden Ring in the sense where um when you get your first playthrough of it under your under your belt, you know where everything's at at the start. So hopefully Atomic Heart will allow me to uh get some, some nice high level goodies. If uh hopefully hmm. they don't zone lock the map too. Mm-hmm.
1: I always hate when they zone lock maps. I've been watching Warlocracy, and I've seen how Russian games play, and I don't think it's going to be an Elden Ring-like experience. Oh. I think it's going to be more Stalker. So, Well, Stalker's more Ukrainian, but point being is that Slavic games are hard, but they're not hard in an Elden Ring way. They're hard in a...
2: Well, it's like it's actually infuriating.
1: Yeah, like, it's not like, a oh man, this is challenging and I have to get good. It's challenging and how the fuck did I get here?
0: So I, I, I sent you guys that, that trailer for Atomic Heart and then uh, I sent you one for the uh, Scars Above, which I had people tell me that this is kind of like uh, Dark Souls, but with guns. Hmm.
3: Yeah, I... <laughs>
2: I don't know i i i am i am definitely um, excited for a topic card i uh, i don't know i, I maybe maybe it's a, a superpower of mine i try to always stay positive with new games coming out mm. um, and really finding something enjoyable instead of just flaming it out of the gate <laughs> and then because then it just makes me feel like an asshole whenever mm. i play it. I'm like, this is this is amazing. Why was I trash talking this game? Yeah. I jump on the on the bandwagon and look what happens. I'm crying and I'm eating ice cream. And I still haven't finished making my character. <laughs> I'm well, still on character
0: creation. Well, I, I tend to wait on games. I like to the, get them a little cheaper than the release
2: price. Nah, you gotta do this um, one now. You gotta do this one now. Well, I don't
0: have the monies. So I'll get atomic
2: card for you. It's okay. So, um you're you're my atomic heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I tend I tend to wait. Like like Returnal is out <laughs> for PC now.
2: Oh yeah, it is. <gasps> I am so excited I keep for looking you. At it, and I'm like,
0: uh, I'm so about. excited.
2: You're gonna get your ass kicked, but I'm so excited <laughs> for you.
0: Yeah, so I'm gonna at some point. Get that. It's
2: cross-play too, so yeah. we can play together. If you oh. get Returnal, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> yep, it does have. Is it just two or? It's two. Okay. Yeah, it's two, and it's hard. Mm. Like when they, because you know, like I've games watched will,
0: you play it, and I'm like, eh, he's dead. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're going running around.
2: Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. He's dead. Like you, I, I've only played online a couple times, mm. and I think like maybe three total Mm -hmm. and out of all of those three myself or the person i was playing with didn't die Mm -hmm. just kind of it was late (laughs) just stopped so i don't know if you stay together on the server Mm -hmm. if you if you lose your cycle or if it's just you have to do it again but i don't know it's it's an experience god damn that game is fun that yeah, game you know, is
0: Like I, was excited when I saw that it mm-hmm. finally came out.
2: Yeah, especially once you learn the story, and then, and then it makes your hair stand up on end, or it makes your hair grow back.
3: Ooh,
1: ooh. makes your hair grow back in there's bald spots.
2: There's some propo- there's some promotional value. Well, I was
1: going to say Darkwood's another game that's really good. Mm-hmm. Darkwood is one of my favorite horror games, it and it very good. has
2: no jump scares
0: in it.
1: It's in it. Polish, isn't it? Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah it's. Crazy.
1: It, it is. I love them. Oh, it is. So,
0: Naveed, I'm going to hand this off to you. Because we all seem to be uh, on the same page with uh, mm-hmm.
2: Atomic Tomicard. Good, good, good. Good game. Good game. Uh, <laughs> going to be a good game. Anyway. All
1: Let's right. Let's talk about something. Okay. Teams. Teams? Superhero teams. Oh, I thought you meant like Google teams. No. mean teams. No. Giggle teams? Superhero okay. teams. Yeah. Superhero okay. teams? Most of all, the best teams of all, mm. DC superhero teams. Week. Do we have four. to talk about DC
2: <laughs>
0: superhero teams? Four. Can we talk yes. about other superhero teams?
1: <laughs> no, we're gonna talk DC superhero teams because I fucking love DC superhero teams.
2: Okay. I like the right, Marvel Let's do it. All right.
1: Yeah. Wow, we're, we we should just rebrand ourselves
0: to a lobby boys DC.
2: <laughs> That's a great idea, Timothy. <laughs> That's a great idea. All right, all right, Naveed, what do just you got? Change the logo
0: to to like the L and the and the uh and the B <laughs> to look like the DC logo.
1: <laughs> so I think we're all good fans of uh you know Justice League and stuff. And I've actually been reading uh, Brad Meltzer's uh run of Justice League of America. What's mm. Justice? They're reading that. That's pretty good, I think, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I also started reading uh, one of the most recent Teen Titans comic runs. And I've been enjoying that. And, you know, I've been getting the thought of like, hey, what if I created my own superhero team? Okay. So I have started doing some stuff with that. Uh, so sort of my own superhero universe things going for an invincible vibe. So we were going to die. So edgy. No, more of trauma and someone will die.
2: Someone's going to
1: die. <laughs> Someone's going to die. Someone is
2: going to die.
1: Nah, it's not going to be so much edgy, though. Because I think that, you know, after Garth Ennis, I don't think anyone can get more edgy. You, you're yeah, you,
0: you're you got angry at Garth Ennis. As I, as I am
1: very angry at Garth Ennis.
0: It's, it's entertaining.
1: I will never forgive Garth Ennis for the things that he has done. And he knows preacher, what he has yeah. done. A yeah, and he wrote a pretty good run of uh, mm-hmm. Constantine, but he also made Crossed. Did he? Yeah. We didn't need that.
2: No, probably not. No. No, probably not.
1: But, um... You know, I think that it's great to have... Uh, different teams of superheroes though because i think that as i was reading justice league it's always fun to see like different heroes come together and how they come together and the way that they function together is really nice because they were fighting a in the comic and roy harper was uh sort of monologuing over everything it was just like it's amazing how they work because this isn't like a street fight this is a mil this is like a tactical military engagement they've trained for this they know how to go about it Mm -hmm. and it's really cool how it was done and honestly i'm really enjoying the run so far and i can't wait to read more of it but it's like a well-oiled machine um some superhero teams i think And I like the sort of inner conflicts that can happen with that. And I feel like some some stuff doesn't work as well with teams, but then you make it work in a way that surprisingly does work well. Like Batman, you know, it's sort of a thing where he works well on his own, but he also works amazingly well with others in a lot of comics, like the Bat family and like the Justice League. Mm -hmm. Just really, really good to see like how those sorts of characters work out.
2: Batman also doesn't have any powers. No. He's the glue.
1: He's rich. He's the glue. I don't think he's the glue, Dad. I think he's the budget.
0: Yeah, the budget holds everything together.
2: Batman I- quite literally bankrolls. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> Just he like. actually <laughs> fucking does. Yes. Like, none of you fuckers would have jobs right now
1: if I wasn't here. You're the reason why we have this giant space laser tower and this building to sit. Our asses in because if not, we're in fucking Clark's apartment sitting on fucking lawn chairs, yeah, eating from a charcuterie board and <laughs> drinking wine and playing
2: Pictionary.
0: <laughs> well, we should bring up uh, the, the, uh, and I think you might be heading to this, uh, the justice league Unlimited cartoon. Yeah. Justice league limited cartoon. You know, that's there, a really good series. There is a great episode that it's my favorite ending to, to one of these. Um, it's not the one with Batman on the swing.
1: I know, not Apple Laws. It's a good episode though. It's yeah. a really good
0: episode. Now this one is uh there's like um uh different people from like Task Work Task uh, Task Force X. I'm still this Suicide, is Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad. Well, yeah, it's still that's what it's called. But uh they break into the tower. Yeah. And uh then it's kinda like at the end they're uh they're just kind of freaked out because it's like, like who that we trust here, um, like sold us out, you know. And then it ends with them just like looking at everybody milling about that works there, mm-hmm. just kind of like you know, like who's the traitor? Like we have a traitor here. Mm-hmm. I don't think they ever like went back to it. I don't think they were
1: able to because um, sadly, Justice League Unlimited was canceled to make room for the Fantastic Four cartoon. Fantastic Four that only it's not good. That nobody liked. It really was not good
0: but um but yeah it's it's uh the cool thing about team-ups and i think it's better when they do a team-up and they like mismatch Mm -hmm. i I think it works out better because one you get more story conflict Two, um they bring something different because otherwise if you keep bringing batman and wonder woman and flash and all that together you know it's it's gonna be over really quick
1: i i think why i generally like gravitate towards like the justice league to more than the avengers is that i feel like they have like a balance more so like they all feel like they do something and it feels like that the justice league uh, also is able to be mixed and mad matched but still mesh well and i mm-hmm. do like the more organizational feel towards it yeah because again I mean, like
0: unfortunately like you know the uh justice league you know justice society and all that started off before the avengers and the fantastic four and so they're all modeled after it it's just that um with the wild difference in some of the, uh, DC heroes and how they really, they, they, they like to slam them together and create more conflict than Marvel usually does. So that's might be what you're kind of picking up on. Like they'll throw in like maybe one character that's kind of causing a little trouble with everybody. He's rubbing us all the wrong way, but we're all going to get it to work. But, um, you get, uh, you get a little more of the uh the the uh the justice league and you can have like the vigilante and and batman and um uh, a green lantern or martian man hunter um you could get rid of batman have the question you know stuff like that and
1: different comes his question really is still really weird.
0: mix it up with the street level ones yeah because you know, a lot of times the, uh, um, the Avengers kind of becomes like, you know, look at all the super powered guys we got together.
1: It's sort of a thing where even in Marvel's, like in the Marvel comics and stuff, it's sort of like, hey, the Avengers are like the exclusive club mm-hmm. for heroes. Justice League, it's more of like, hey, this is the organization. Yeah. Please, we need people because like our main goal is mm-hmm. helping people. Cause they're sort of, and that's like with the watchtower and stuff, it's to monitor things and send out people who are able to help Mm -hmm. in the spare time. And it feels more of like how it's about saving people rather than just, Oh no, we have another space laser problem.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, especially in justice league unlimited, like when they brought in the question and he really just kind of like, kind of started to pick apart everything. Um, it made it more interesting than, um, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna hang out here, we're gonna be together on the and and, and you got Spider Man, we got we got the Hulk, you know, and then Iron Man's gonna fly around, you know, and it it's fine. Like I do like those characters, but most of the time I don't I don't want them to be together. Yeah, uh, the DC stuff. Like I love mixing and matching characters. It's it's almost like if somebody gave me a deck of cards. And I shuffled it and just like, you know, dealt out like four characters that are going to be in a story and it'll work. Mm. A lot of times for me, uh, when they do that with Avengers, it kind of doesn't work.
1: Yeah. Cause with Avenger, because with Justice League, I feel like you can sort of mix and match who you have there in addition to like Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, but Mm -hmm. like, or even just like throw them into there. Cause like Justice Society, you know, that's not made up of Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. That's a bunch of other people that's like wildcat black Mm -hmm. canary all that and it's easier to match those groups up differently because they so sort of all have the identity of this is the justice league rather than the avengers who kind of have the heading of like well you got to have iron man there to sort of finance things Mm -hmm. you got to have like captain america to help lead and all that stuff and it really just doesn't feel like again, like it just doesn't feel like it's about because like You said with like working together, doesn't work as well as individually.
0: Well, I think, I think kind of what, what uh, you got me thinking here is um, kind of most of the time with a lot of the different characters that can be in the justice league, like at any moment, anybody could be the one that's like in charge. Yeah. But you know, when, when you have um like Iron Man and Captain America on the team, you know, it's like, oh, which one of those two are gonna be in charge? Yeah. And then everybody just kind of follows.
1: And um Justice League definitely feels like it's more equal footing. Yeah, and anyone's
2: are. anyone's capable yeah. of leading. Yeah. Whereas the Avengers, it, it just feels claustrophobic. It yeah. does,
1: like exactly. You know, like very play. uniform.
2: And and even when you watch the Avengers in action. They all go off on their own anyway. Yeah, and 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 do shit like like the like the first Avengers movie. Mm-hmm. This is kind of you guys remember random that random shit around they, the city. They they group together mm-hmm. for one epic shot, and then they're like, "All right, go have fun." We'll see you. No, like but
1: they were able to keep it to six blocks. Yeah, they were able to keep it to six fucking blocks where people died. Still, mm-hmm. There's was six blocks. Of
2: we're we like in and <laughs> and. Film. That's the name
1: of my new album, by the way. <laughs> Six, Six blocks, blocks of death. death. That's badass. Death. <laughs> now make it a band name. That's Boom.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's an album title.
2: But like you, in many, many, many comics with ju- the Justice League fighting together, they mm-hmm. fight in tandem. Like they are one consecutive unit. They and they're they're very comfortable with each other. They know each other's fighting styles, mm-hmm. and they can assist almost without missing a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, like I remember I don't I don't remember the specific comic it was, but it it was Batman and what was it? Wonder Woman. They were fighting someone. And then whoever they were fighting, it disarmed Wonder Woman, and then Batman shot his grappling, his grappling gun to catch the sword, mm-hmm. and spins it around. Cuts this dude deep and then chucks it back over to Wonder Woman. I'm like, hey, get out of here
1: with that shit, honey. It's like... (laughs) shit was cool. (laughs) The X-Men work well because it's sort of established as a team. Mm -hmm. And so it's built around being a team.
2: They're a family. But it's
1: Fantastic Four also. Fantastic Four, it's built around being a team. Mm -hmm. But it's like nuclear family being a team. Mm -hmm. But... With the Justice League, it's not built around specifically, these characters are supposed to be in a team. It's we took these characters from their own solo stories to be a team. And it works well because Mm -hmm. you're able to work them as solo characters or work them in a team. Batman never feels out of character when he's in a team.
2: And let's not forget that the Avengers were assembled because of a major threat incoming. Not by choice, Mm
3: -hmm.
2: but more by selective weeding out.
1: To be fair, the Justice League did start out as like, oh no, big threat in in canon. The big threat was Starro. I forget what the original thing was. It was like a weird elemental people thing, but still it's sort of recently been a thing of like they were able to work it as like it started out as a bunch of people randomly coming together but has worked its way out into being people working as a team rather than a Cause again, Justice League's goal is like just general safety through working together rather than the Avengers is well, Skybeams in the sky, get the Avengers together.
2: Yeah, but the Justice League, they have mm-hmm. they have laws, they have rules, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. have they have guidelines and they have different types of mannerisms whenever they're together. One of the biggest ones, don't hook up on base. Don't fucking do it. Nobody wants that.
0: Be tapping that ass while you're here. Because Flash
2: is going to talk about it in the shower tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. And the most Im- important rule, do not drop the soap in Justice League Tower. When Aquaman is nearby, <laughs> he can teleport in water. Seen it happen. No, he like, went right up <laughs> the Flash's ass one time. <laughs> it was weird. And, and they
1: No, it's don't drop the soap when Hawkman's around. When Hawkman's around. You'll, you'll see why they call him Hawkman. <laughs> All right, episodes <laughs> over.
0: I've had enough of your shenanigans,
2: but they—they they, dare you. make they have jokes. They have fun together. One of one of my favorite. Oh, you guys are gonna have to help me. I'm really thinking back here. I don't remember which show this was specifically, but is it was this cute? Um, it was either Thanksgiving or Christmas, but anyway, Superman invites martian manhunter to go with him to his parents house
3: mm.
1: for a holiday it was christmas yeah because they talked about like oh yeah we'd wrap it in lead uh wrap it was paper. christmas you okay mean santa would wrap it in it, lead, it, it was christmas oh, yeah right.
3: I,
2: I just think it's like you <laughs> they open the door they see clark there obviously and the <laughs> martian manhunter's there and he's like i was invited um Thanks for having me over. It's cute. Like the Justice League, like they do things together in, in the Avengers. Like they play with poker. Holy shit. That's kind of How many it. minutes of arguing do they have? I mean, it's
1: kind of like this weird thing of like, they kind of all hang around, but it's more of like school commons hangout. The Avengers is a frat house. It, it kind of is. Yeah. It, it's a frat it's house. It's kind of like a frat house. It is where it's just a bunch of dudes so fucking frat-y. around. Look at you. Just like, yeah, just as like, they all genuinely, like, feel like actual friends and stuff. Like, the way that they talk to each other. Mm-hmm. They really do, like, feel like friends. And, like, there's some camaraderie and stuff. Like, the way that they yeah. call each other by their names and all that. I remember it was, like, uh,
0: Well, it would be fair that, yeah. like, both both of them do that. Like, we're... I, th- I think we're being a little slightly harsh with uh, uh, the Avengers. Like, the, the teams aren't that far different. but um like when it comes to mixing and matching more i think they do it better with the justice league books than they do with uh the avengers books um because you can just yank out uh the big three and it'll still be good and to me with the avengers you kind of have to have like one of them mm-hmm. you know cap Iron Man or Reed Richards or something like that. Even you if know, you Spider Man,
1: you know weirdly really, Spider Man being in the Avengers it feels really weird to me. It's like Wolverine being in the Avengers. Yeah, or
0: Lobo being in
1: the uh, Justice League, or Black Adam being in the Justice Lo- League. Yeah. I'm still kind of mad about that one.
2: L- Lobo can do whatever he
1: wants. <laughs> he Did you know that his daughter, Lobo, his daughter was in the uh, Teen Titans, like one of the most recent runs. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she wants to kick his ass. I like Lobo. I love, I well, love Lobo. Well, because he's an
0: absolute father. He went out for milk one day and never came back.
1: You know, I don't know if you're kidding or not. And that's the worst part about Lobo. <laughs> because it sounds like it sounds, probably, sounds like some it's, it's shit Lobo would line. do. Yeah. I like Lobo. The main man's got to go out for some milk. Sit here. I'll be right back.
0: <laughs> Come back. Oh, Dad. frack. Come oh, back. Frack. Soon.
1: Yeah, but, uh, it's if I could.
0: Uh, I think the the best use of um, the Justice League would have been uh, Justice League and Unlimited. Uh, it really really did open up a lot. Uh, it did gave some uh, some light on some different characters. That's why that's why I didn't really care for the Avengers cartoon. It's good. The Avengers cartoon was good. Avengers uh, Assemble was, was good. Was good. Yeah. I, I hated I hated the voice for Iron Man because. Like, it's like all right we gotta try to make have somebody sound just like Robert Downey jr and it, it's just so distracting every time he talks because it's That's not fair it, it's just not Robert Downey jr so stop trying to have him be Robert Downey jr you know yeah. um but uh, you know that that was just a core a core cast and they just stuck with it and it just had, so happened to be just like the movies um with some variants here and there
1: Justice League Unlimited really opened the doors for a lot of characters because there are some episodes that focus on like some of the original uh, seven members that they had in the first Justice League cartoon, Mm -hmm. but they really have a lot of episodes that explore different ones. Like the first episode, yeah, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman are there, but it focuses on Green Arrow, Mm -hmm. Green Lantern, uh, Captain Atom, and Supergirl. I
0: I do like that they use Jon Stewart.
1: It it was cool to see John Stewart. He really has like uh, a different feel.
0: There was that that episode where they were like uh, they were going through time. And yeah. Then at one point, John Stewart turned into Hal Jordan real quick, and then like went back to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I John remember Stewart. that one. Yeah.
1: It's
0: like, hey guys.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh my god, Hal! You're not parallax any. Oh wait, no. Um, he's not.
0: But I, uh, you know, that, that's kind of the fun stuff they did in that. Like, and it's crazy because they literally built all that off of the Batman. The animated it's series. It's so
1: wild how they built all of that off of Batman in the animated series. They just kind of had that in the Superman cartoon. We're like, hey, let's make Justice mm-hmm. League. We'll do all this other stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah We'll sure make you. Static
0: Shock. I need to watch Static Shock sometime. I do know one thing. There is most likely somebody listening just, like, freaking out about uh, uh, um, us dogging so much on Marvel. But uh, if there was only a way for them to, to complain to us, you know, in such, such a way.
1: There are very specific ways for people to uh, complain to us. You know, There is. Maybe, the, the, there are you, ways for them you to complain say, to us. Can you tell us this you
0: in a way of people to being nice able to, to understand? Say.
2: Go
3: for
1: it.
2: Don't say anything at all.
3: You can
1: follow us on Instagram with at lobby underscore boys underscore podcast, or you can email us any strange questions you may have, or just about how much you hate us, doggy on Marvel at lobbyboyspod at gmail.com. You can follow our Twitter also with at LobbyboysPod or join a Facebook group at Lobby Boys Podcast. Interact. Our art was made by Daniel White. You can follow him on any of his socials with at Birds in Boxes. Our theme song was way to go, performed by Nothing But Stars Inside. You can find him on Nothing or on Instagram with at nothing but stars inside that being said, this has been Captain Navid, who does not hate Marvel. He just has issues with it. Mm.
0: Zach, what 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 what's our big topic next week?
2: What is our big top? <clears throat> Shit, you good. I just puked in my mouth. Like <laughs> I'm so fucking for real right now. I actually just puked in my mouth. All right. I'm okay though. Um, our big topic for next week. You ready, gentlemen? Yeah, I'm ready. It's gonna be games. Okay. It's gonna be games. You guys gotta get well researched. Always oh, the games. Okay. We're doing Wild Hearts, boys. Wild Hearts? Okay. I'm I'm
0: wild, right. I'll, look, I'll look at this. it vaguely. Okay.
1: You will buy it and you will play it. No, with me. I don't have the money for it. I have the money to they, buy.
2: How come y'all don't have any money?
0: What's no, going on? I have a
1: car that's. It's broken the down eggs. Right now, and I'm it, trying to hoard money
2: to get uh, it fixed. In it. this economy? But who are you two, yeah. though? I'm broke, too. Don't worry about it. I barely made it here. I had to run my scooter.
0: I have to buy a battery for my car. You
2: yeah. want to buy one off me? A battery? Yeah. It's,
0: I got a specific battery need for
2: Yeah, what do you need?
1: <laughs> or are you going to boost him a battery or some shit? Just run around ripping people's hoods open. Taking <laughs>
2: you, come, you come
1: to my is house. This the one? I got a is this, one? Car is this the one? Is this the one? Is Does this the one? Is this the one? Does
0: this look like your battery? Zach, what have you been doing on your weekend?
1: Listen, just tell <laughs> just me. Is this tear the VIN numbers read.
2: off of vehicles.
0: <laughs> you, need a, you need a VIN number? I got a VIN number for you. Please, Free sir, VIN close numbers. Your, close your jacket. I have been Terry. And I have enjoyed this discussion with Naveed and
2: the incredible Mr. Z. That's me.
0: I'm the incredible Mr. Zach. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you later. See you later, guys. Ciao, folks.
2: Bye-bye.
1: them was found the book. What about the listening device?
3: I will assume that as well.
1: What about the room? The one lost in the maze? Did he find the room?
3: Um,
2: I am unsure. I will have to speak with even to see if we might know.
1: We need to know as soon as possible. Don't screw this up, Dave.